BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. You know, we talk a lot about taste the art of taste, good taste. Not a lot of people have it, actually. Not a lot of people have it. And there is a very big difference between good taste versus having your own style or following fashion trends. It's just it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Today, though, we have a very, very special guest, maybe the chicest person in the world. And that sounds dramatic, but it actually really might be true. Her name Well, her name is fucking chic. Her name is Lauren Santo Domingo. Okay, we can start there. (laughs) Some of her best friends, some of her very good friends, some people like you and I even might want to call her LSD for short. Lauren is so many things. She's an entrepreneur, a pioneer, a fashion extraordinaire, a philanthropist, and a very good one at that. The list goes on. She's a co-founder of the luxury e-commerce shopping platform. That's right. Moda Operandi, two words you should all know. Get your checkbooks out and your credit card. Her dream started back in 2011 when she started to desire and have a curiosity to modernize the very traditional and antiquated trunk show model. Now one of the major players in the luxury e-commerce space, Moda sells the best of the best runway, ready-to-wear shoes, accessories, handbags, homeware, and now, that's right, ladies, beauty. Get ready. We're pretty thrilled about it. She's also been a contributing editor to Vogue for more years than we have fingers to count on. Lauren, we are so excited to have you. I wanted to title this episode because we love it so much. It's called Extravagant Beauty Indulgences and the Art of Discovery, LSD's stamp on the best people, places, and things. You really are. You might be one of the chicest people I've ever met. I'm not lying. That's like the ultimate compliment for me. So thank you so much. And I just already want to see her sweater because even just the collar is like beautiful. I know. So, you guys can't see her. She's coming from New York City, but she's chic. It's it's snowy here. It's it snowed. So I'm in the cozy, cozy cashmere mode right now. So we want to go back and just to give everybody a little bit of a background because your story is really great. And it brings us to present day with launching Beauty at Moda. By the way, huge congrats. We can't wait to to experience everything, but you've done something quite unique in positioning Moda. Tell us how it all happened. You're a Vogue girl. You're an it girl. You're a nice girl. Take us back. I I guess it started when I was in high school and college. I, I, I modeled. And unlike you, Molly, I was not a successful model. I loved it though. It allowed me to leave my hometown, to travel the world, to really fall in love with fashion and figure out that that was the industry that I wanted to work in as a model was not going to work out for me. But I quickly realized that I wanted to be an editor. When I was on set, I would see the editors. It was often, if not always, young women who were in charge. They were directing the set. They were telling the photographers what angle, directing the hair and the makeup and the stylist and making sure the shot was just right. And I would watch them with awe. And I thought, you know, that's, that seems like a really great job to be able to have a vision, 
create a team and execute on it. I thought to me that just seemed very exciting. So when an opportunity came to work at Vogue, I jumped on it. I thought it was the most incredible opportunity in the world, and it was. And there I I interacted mainly with runway, fashion, the clothes that went down the runway in New York, London, Milan, Paris. And it was extraordinary. Is it amazing to be there? I mean, I know as a model, like just to be able to like be backstage, but was it amazing to be there in the beginning, like beginning, middle and end of like of what you would see, like what would happen to a designer if if it did well or if it didn't well or just the sheer magic of fashion being in front of your eyes? I mean, I tend to definitely glamorize and romanticize the past. But at least in my memory, it was an incredible experience. And I think sort of the last golden days of fashion Mm -hmm. pre-recession. And it was pretty incredible to be there. And I learned so much. And it was an incredible learning experience, just how to work as a team, how to build up a team, how to have confidence. And I think really more than anything is the editors that shape these stories in the magazines is that whether it's Grace Connington or Tawny Goodman, Phyllis Posnick, Camilla Nickerson, they had a vision for what the what their point of view was for a season and the lengths that they went through to create these iconic and incredible images. And so I was just taught really on that creating beauty is important. And it and it's and it's worthy of being fulfilled, of pursuing and achieving something beautiful. And it was, yeah, it was an extraordinary experience. And it gave me a lot of confidence to say, you know, I really believe in something or have a vision to to keep, you know, pushing on and, and to 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 reach that. And so okay, your years at Vogue, you did it, you were in the trenches. And then what made you how long so two thousand eleven, right? Moda your baby, you had it. Well, she has two, she has two big babies now, but she <laughs> had another baby. And yeah, what was that like? I mean, because this, you know, you look at the runway, they come down, you're like, okay, that's not going to be ready for six months, or I'm never going to be able to get that. Or how, how did that evolve? You know, as I, as I developed relationships with the designers, as you realize that, you know, the designers were putting collections down the runway, they really wanted to, you know, they were doing it for the press and they were doing it for the media and for the buyers and for buzz. Um, But at the same time, they really wanted women to be wearing their clothing as well. And there was a really big disconnect between what was going down the runway and then what was ultimately available for women to actually wear. So what I really wanted to do is connect the customer, this woman that I love wherever she is around the world that wants to interact with fashion and connect that woman with a designer who all he wants to do is create a world for this you know, woman, for their customer to, to inhabit. So it was on me to connect them with these fabulous runway pieces. So here's a fun fact. I actually remember I was working, I was head of global communication at Diane von Furstenberg when you were launching Moda. And I remember getting the presentation to get DVF on the site. And I remember it was a testament really to you and the relationships you had and how people respected kind of your eye and what you wanted to do because you did. You had incredible designers on board really off the bat. Like everybody kind of said, okay, we're, we're in this because we trust you and we are doing. And I think that was, you were really light years ahead in terms of how people want to buy. And you were really, I remember so clearly there was a meeting that the CFDA had and I was at, and they were sort of saying the way people are shopping is changing. You know, you're watching a fashion show, but it's not on the store shelves until, you know, however many months down the road. And these influencers were so new, they're posting it live on their, you know, Instagram accounts, which was like kind of mind boggling at the time. Mm -hmm. And magazines are super delayed. They're not printing it for three to four months. So it was just this like massive flux. And I think you kind of really got on the cusp of this like amazing moment, right? Because it was Department stores were like marking things down as the new stuff was coming out because the the timing was shifting. So I just think it was really such a brilliant idea. And I remember seeing it going, oh, this is so interesting. Your timing is like spot on. That was so well done of, of setting the setting the 
the the tone. Whereas I romanticize the past, you contextualize it and pinpoint it exactly. So well done. <laughs> of your skincare goes to waste because it gets wiped or sweated off before absorbing into your skin. When I learned this fact, I was pretty shocked. That is why I'm so excited to introduce you to this new product I've been using called Droplet. Their award-winning handheld device transforms serums into high-velocity micro-mist that absorbs into the skin two times deeper than topicals when the ingredients can actually do some good. The device pairs with the Droplet mobile app to unleash the most powerful, deeply penetrating results and lets you personalize your skincare routine with targeted treatment modes. I recently tried the Collagen Hydro Filler Set. I have the pink device, of course, and I have to say is really such a cool concept. First of all, I love a mist. I love the way it feels, but the fact that it really absorbs into the skin is key. And I can tell you firsthand, my skin feels so much more hydrated throughout the day because of my Droplet. I have been using this every morning for like three weeks now. Besides more hydration due to the product, it really is able to sink in. I love the collagen serum because it really has made my skin noticeably more plump. There are a handful of different serums to choose from. I recommend choosing whichever you feel best meets your skincare needs. They're so fun and easy to use and delivers powerful treatments in under 60 minutes morning and night. It's kind of the ultimate self-care experience from the comfort of your own home. It'll make a great travel companion. It's compact, easy to pack, especially after a long flight. It'll be just the thing you need to get your skin back in check. For a limited time, listeners can get 50% off. That's right, 50% off your Droplet device at droplet.io and use code LIPSTICK. That's droplet, D-R-O-P-L-E-T-T dot I-O and use code LIPSTICK. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. It is amazing. You know, it's it's been amazing as a discovery platform. And I have to say, like, you know, after following for so many years, you really have been instrumental in garnering and championing new talent across the fashion industry, you know, and we know you're going to do the same in beauty, but I have to say one designer in particular that I have fallen in love with and will forever be in love with is Johanna Ortiz. Mm. And you guys might see me in this puffy sleeve, beautiful, tropical Palm Beach, Colombia, Argentinian prints that are just gorgeous. And this is a woman named Johanna Ortiz. And you really, I mean, Lauren, you put her on the map. You know, I think being an editor, the impulse of an editor is to share. It's Mm. to pick out the best and, and then, and then to share. And I think there's a certain personality of people that like to keep things secret, right? Like I remember there was a supermodel with the most incredible skin. And I asked her, you know, what's your secret? And I'm sure that she was, you know, drinking some snake venom (laughs) love and light and lots of love and I'm just not that girl like I will tell you I will I will share everything I will overshare so Johanna is just that impulse and what the beauty of the motor operandi platform is when I have something that I love it's one thing to just go around my friends like I met this amazing designer she's having all I wear from now on the second the temperature goes above 70 I'm in Johanna Ortiz but I'm able to actually share it. I'm able to actually give her a platform, give her a voice, present her vision to our customer and and connect her. She's in Cali, Colombia, and her customer is now located all around the world. And and discovery of designers was, it was a really big and important, important value proposition for Vogue. And it's something that I learned how to spot talent, nurture talent, and and then share that talent confidently. I do think that has been your superpower. 
You know what I mean? Because finding these designers and you still do it. I mean, I was on your site. Well, I'm on your site a lot, but I was on your mm-hmm. site like yesterday. And I'm like, I don't even know some of these new people. Like you're constantly. And then there's, if you go to Moda Operani, they'll have like Lauren's edits. And they're really, you. you I mean, I don't know if you're actually picking every single piece, but it's so you like, and I love that. I love that it's curated, but more importantly, here at Lipstick on the Rim, which is why our podcast exists, because we love connecting people and telling people, okay, here's what to do, here's where to go, and here's what to buy, which leads me to what we're trying to frame for this whole idea of discovery and extravagant beauty indulgences. Mm-hmm. Because you really truly are someone who, you know, the best of, of everything and presumably have tried and traveled a lot. So in the honor of launching beauty, we'll do a little fashion, but we thought it'd be fun in sort of this kind of people, places, and things, but we're going to kind of go quickly. So, cause we have like nine pages okay. to ask you. <laughs> Let's start with people. Okay. Best facialist. Best facialist. I would say Ivan Paul, AKA the beauty sandwich. Do you know him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So Ivan, he is a, he's a, he's a facialist, but he's almost more than a facialist. Instead of just making sure your skin looks great, he actually like reshapes the structure of your face. So, you know, it's a, it's a really ugly word, but snatch, you know? Yep. So he makes you look snatched and he does this by, he calls it the sandwich because there's three levels of your, of your skin that he is either zapping or pulling or tightening, but it makes a noticeable difference. It will last for about 48 hours. So if you are going to an extravagant wedding or party, Oftentimes the bride or the birthday girl will book him and bring him. And that's how I discovered him. I was at a wedding and, and the bride had, had booked him to come to get her ready for her wedding. And so I ended up, she you know, very generously gave me a facial also. And, and that was it. It was the best facial I've ever had in my life. I mean, I was almost too snatched. He in New York? He's in New York and LA. And Miami, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Miami and he travels. And what's really exciting is he has this incredible product called the secret sauce. Mm. And so we, we make sure that we have that at launch. And it was, you know, the most buzzed about product and most searched. And I think it's sold out on the first day. It's incredible. I don't even know what's in it. I'm not, I don't read the fine print. I just simply look at the <laughs> fine lines, I suppose. And it's, it's pretty incredible. Dodd and Ari flew him to the wedding in San Tropez. And he did, I mean, Dodd is amazing with or without the beauty sandwich, but I'm sure, I'm sure it helps. I mean, he does. I love him. She's so gorgeous. She's like wedding goals. I know. know. And now that you mention it, she looks pretty snatched. She was snatched. She was snatched. I just like it because Ivan does like different, like, it's like he does these wands and like he lifts you. He does. He, he snatches you. Okay. Best hairstylist for a cut. Let's see. I use Jacob Rosenberg. He worked for Harry Joss for years on set. And he, during COVID, went off. He started his own studio. So I see him. I actually see him for cut and color. And he travels for all the shows and sees all the celebrities. So I often find that time when I'm desperate for a touch-up is always when I'm away and (laughs) in fashion making. He's always there. But he's great. He's great. And he's really focused on hair health which is my hair is not, it's not, it's not super healthy. So he's really focused on making sure that when he's, when he's highlighting or cutting, that he's just really trying to maintain the structure of the hair. And and that's something that's, that's really important. But I have to say, I have over the years seen some of the best colorists in the world, like Lena Ott at Sweet Caroline, Madison and David Mallet, Mary Robinson. I mean, all incredible for blondes, like the best. We love a good blonde. We really do. I know my my friend was going to Sweet Caroline. So funny. She's she's great. I found out about her three having. I read in an article three Hemingway went to Lena Ott with a like her tea and said I want it to be the color of my breakfast tea and made it this sort of washed out, you know, light brown, dark blonde. And I just respect that. I respect the colors. That was like I see your cup of tea and I will give you those low lights. I want that cup of tea. I have no low lies right now. Best blowout. Best blowout. I, you know, I get around. I'll go anywhere. (laughs) I will go anywhere. And the cheaper and the faster, the better. 
And I usually just, I ask for something super simple. I ask for just straight. And then often I will, when I get home, heat up the front and then tuck it behind my ears. So I get that perfect little bend and then you feel that. You guys, she just gave you guys a little tip right there because she has the perfect straight, unstraight, kind of like not a curl. The bend, it's the the bend. bend. It's the bend, it's the bend. I want to know who's your best dermatologist. Okay, best dermatologist. So I go to Dr. Debkin, basically Mm -hmm. my entire face. Dr. She's the best. We had her on the podcast. She is so talk about making someone look natural. Like she has this word global optimization. Exactly. (laughs) Facial uh, Facial optimization. She she also has a really amazing point. What she said once is that, that beauty should be thought about in millimeters and not centimeters. And so she made the point the first time I met her and she, she asked me, you know, when you put on mascara, how, how much change are you seeing to your to your eyelashes? And the answer is millimeters. But those millimeters is what actually will completely change your face and open up your eyes. So the idea that you apply millimeters throughout your entire face is that's all you need. The tiniest, tiniest, itty bitty adjustments here and there. Mm. And that's really what, what she does best. I love that. Not that you've had any work done, but who do you love for plastic surgery? If you were to have, who are your surgeons you would recommend? I mean, every single group chat that I have right now (laughs) that maybe started for like organizing a weekend or like a trip to a museum at some point will turn into a plastic surgery chat. (laughs) Every single one, that's, that's it. It just happens. It's inevitable. And, you know... TBD, it sounds like from my very haphazard research is that it's Dr. Levine. We love uh, him. Dr. Rosenberg. Love Levine. Yes. We love Rosenberg. Uh, Dr. Diamond, Hidalgo, Matarasa. I mean, these are all names that are, are thrown about and I've seen incredible results. I think people are now much more comfortable talking about it. So, you know, I'm in my 40s and I have a lot of friends and in, in their 50s or their 60s, and they're really open about it, which I think is which I think is wonderful. And Dr. Davgan also tried to destigmatize, you know, fillers and Botox and things like that. So I think there's a lot more transparency. And I think it's just better overall that people can really make informed decisions. And, and uh, so, yeah. By the way, you really are in the know. We have a podcast and we've had like four out of the seven on there right now. You really are yeah. in the know. Just for the record. <laughs> Levine, Levine is our favorite. I mean, we love Levine. Oh, I love Dr. Diamond too. Yeah, yeah I Dr. feel Diamond. like Levine and Rosenberg in New York and Dr. Diamond. Hildago um, is supposed and, to be good too. Oh, and then also everyone's talking about Grant Fisher. Oh, Dr. Dr. Fisher. Fisher, yeah. He's good for boobs. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he popped Small up boobs. a lot. Yeah. He, pop, he popped up a lot. Okay, love best that. spa. Best spa. Okay, I'm not like a spa person. I, I don't like... Have you ever gone on like a retreat or a detox or any type of... Yeah, no. Like, no, okay. We can just... No, get no, no. I'm, I'm not... You know what? I want to get to that point in my life that I can unwind and unplug. I love a hotel spa. I mean, if I have time after I travel, I think the best thing in the world is to... If you, if you have time after a long flight, especially a transatlantic flight, there's nothing I love more than to do like a facial or, you know, a massage or something like that. Who are some of your best facialists? Okay. Best facialists besides Ivan. I love Tracy Martin, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's probably Tracy, Tracy Martin. I probably was like my first, I think, DVF recommended yeah. Tracy Martin. She gave me. gave me my first Tracy Martin facial. She did. She gave me a gift certificate at Tracy Martin DVF. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. And so I've been, I think, Tracy Martin and... and you know, I'm someone who's not tires of, of people or treatments, but I like to try new people and new treatments. And I move around a lot. I'm a bit slutty with my... With my I want to try that Aida Bakaj. Have you tried her? Everybody yes. loves her. Aida Bakaj and also Vicky Morav. I am a little embarrassed in, in recommending her because sometimes it can be very pricey, but she's excellent. Oh, we're, we're fine on price here. We... we, we, okay. we <laughs> We love we love high, we love low. Even if we can't, okay, we someday will we, we will. We'll save up for it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And then there's skin design out of London, who does an amazing facial. She has incredible products. I also love the Eve Wom facial in, in London. It's really great after a long flight. I would say my 
favorite is he's in Paris. He's called Hervé Eru. And he is all organic, a lot of manual, manual massage. He mixes his own treatments, you know, right there. It smells terrible, but they do something. How do you say, um, how do you say his name again? Hervé? H-E-R-E-U. Okay. Hervé. E-U. Yeah. Got it. Something like that. And he has an incredible, like, it's almost like, is it Crisco? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Now, what about massages? What's your best place to get a massage? Fatic massage? I'm like a lymphatic massage obsessive. That's I will I will go into dodgy corners of weird buildings <laughs> in midtown. I mean, like going in, in buildings that you wouldn't even, you know, you would like scurry from at night. I will go anywhere for a lymphatic massage. Who's your favorite? I mean, in um in Paris, they're the best ones. There is a, they're all Brazilian. I have my one of my one of my friends, Bianca Brandolini, is Brazilian and lives in Paris, and she has all the names and like will book me one every single day that I'm there. In New York, I think there's a wonderful woman. Her name is Adriana, and she makes house calls. And then and then there's a place in Midtown. It's on 59. I think it's called Renew, but like N E U. Renews and and they have about four or five Brazilian women there, and I'm talking like paddles, and it's different than like IMG where they'll they'll you know wrap you. It's really and and you know I don't often get bruised. It it just for me I really um I feel my energy change, not energy like crystal energy, like <laughs> vitality. I just love a yeah a lymphatic drainage massage is sort of my my best thing. I keep telling. You know, someone needs to open like a like a like a chain of like the. But there, you really do massage. see the difference. I mean, you see it in the face, in the body. It's like you 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 feel better, you look better. Like it it just, it affects all parts of the body. And I think, yeah, I think it's the same as as Ivan Pole, where it's not just you know hydrating your skin or this and that. Like a lymphatic massage will actually recontour your body and create curves in certain places and. We'll just reshape your body for 48 hours. It's worth it. Okay. We're going to go to places now. We've done people. We're going to okay. go to places. New York, this is where you live mostly all year round. If someone were visiting out of town, what is the one place you would tell them they need to go? I would say the new Caviar Caspia, which is opening during New York, New York Fashion Week. I just went here in LA. It's amazing. Yeah, that's it. What's the one place you find yourself going the most to get a beauty treatment? Probably Ivan, right? I was going to say Ivan or Jacob and then, you know, and, and Tracy Martin usually. Yeah. And Renew, if I sort of, those are my top spots. Now, what about Southampton? Does a good beauty experience exist in the Hamptons? Hmm. Well, there's an amazing spa there called like Soji Bon House. That is world class. Gabriella Hurst told me about it and it's Japanese inspired treatments and food and there's you know weekend week-long retreats it's, it's really well done and then Valerie Joseph he has a salon in New York I went to mm. for years and years and he basically runs the Hamptons and he has he has makeup artists and hair and manicure and will do house calls all summer he's incredibly service oriented he will always you know try to to fit you in and you can imagine most most nights in the Hamptons are you know hair and makeup free but if there's a big event you know he'll always really he, he does not want to disappoint anyone and does a really good job and yeah he basically runs the Hamptons Paris because you spend a lot of Paris. time in Paris what's the one place you have to go I mean I go to the flea market every time I'm in Paris it sounds so cliche but 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 I do uh, and I think that it can be daunting and people will be like, oh, I went to the flea market. And it was weird. So there's one section, it's called Paul. And that's where they have the best design, jewelry, fashion, things for the table, modern French furniture, things like that. And so if you go to like, you know, Paul Serpet, that's the area you want to go in. The flea market itself is back. So you can easily end up in the wrong spot. This, flea is, the, this is the one thing at Klingencore, right? In that area? Yeah, yeah, Saint-Juan, it's, but it's vast. So I, I often, now I specify exactly where to go. The other thing I would maybe say is there's this new hotel that opened up at Versailles. So you can stay in the garden. It's ridiculous. So you can go to Versailles after hours 
walk through, wake up, have your coffee in the garden. It's it's really it's really special. We're going to try to go one day, one day. Dreams can come true. London, we know you go to London. We've heard you get, you get a haircut in. Yeah, I went to for years. I went to George, George Northwood. George Northwood gives probably the best haircut. And yeah, so for years I would, we had a showroom in London before the pandemic. So I would be going back and forth every six or eight weeks. And he would ask you, when are you coming back? And would plan your haircut <laughs> so that it would amazing. last amazing. and it would it would it would get better he called it the future because it got better it, it's, it's the whole thing but that's probably the best if, if you're in london and can get an appointment that's like he's i would cheat on my you know if you have okay. a stylist at home you you cheat on your stylist for, for george brother and they would understand it, it, it's everyone's fault cartagena is there a treatment or something everyone should try when they're if you go to columbia because a lot of people are now going what do you love there beauty-wise? Colombia is so great. They also love a good lymphatic massage. They're South America, just in general, and like really appreciates the beauty and it's 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 just like a way of life. I would say that, I mean, I have a hair and makeup guy that I use there all the time. His name is Fernando Perez Roja. And he does hair and makeup. And if you have a wedding or a party, I would... 100% book him. He's wonderful. And then other than that, I spend my time just sort of like, you know, trying not to get a sunburn and nailing. We talk all about different products on Lipstick on the Rim. What works for us? What doesn't? What Imisha likes? What I like? And as we know, there's no one size fits all, especially when it comes to hair care. That's because your hair and your hair goals are completely unique to you. I've talked about this a little bit before, but I've really noticed a difference in my hair thickness since going through three pregnancies. My hair has never really been the same, and I'm always on the hunt for different treatments or supplements or products that can help get it back to where it was. Thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say I'm starting to really love my hair again. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. They use natural ingredients with proven results from shampoos and conditioners to supplements. So this is the way it works. Pros will first start by asking you all about your hair goals, whether you're looking for a balanced scalp, increased volume, less shedding, things like that. I'm obviously in the market for fuller, more voluminous, thicker, healthier hair. And in the quiz, you'll have the chance to answer the questions about your lifestyle, i.e., I color my hair often. It's not something I'm looking to give up anytime soon. They'll also ask you about your diet, exercise, where you live, and they really get a sense of what climate you live in, which also dictates what kind of water you have in your shower. These are things we don't always even necessarily think about, but are pretty fascinating and definitely crucial in finding your perfect match. Their hair quiz is incredible. Questions you never even thought to answer or even think about. Pros is the key to achieving all your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash lipstick. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash lipstick for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Have you ever spilled on a rug, red wine perhaps, food, better yet, something like chocolate that really just stains and sinks in? Well, I've done all of this, which is why today I'm really excited to share a brand with you I've recently discovered called Ruggable. Ruggable makes machine-washable, non-slip, and stain-resistant area rugs, runners, doormats, and bath mats. You heard that right. And no, it's not too good to be true. It's real, and they're amazing. Their rugs are designed to withstand whatever life throws at them. Dirt, dust, spills, and even pet accidents. I don't need to worry about that. Ruby would never do that to us. Are you kidding me? She has her accidents. But our new golden retriever, which is arriving next month, might be a different story. But thanks to Ruggable, I don't need to stress about running our rugs because I can literally just throw them in the wash. It's a total lifesaver. Ruggable's patented rug system comes in two pieces, a lightweight rug cover and a non-slip rug pad. Super easy to detach, reattach whenever you want to clean it. And I find myself switching our rugs in and out a lot. But it's actually kind of fun because that means you can have a few different options to play with. And by the way, there are a ton of really great options to choose from on their site, which is why I love it. They've done an amazing job with collaborating with top tier designers like Jonathan Adler, 
Iris Apfel, as well as kid-friendly styles from Disney, Star Wars, Marvel. There's so many amazing textures to choose from, everything from plush to shag to faux hide. I'm excited for you guys to try. I think you guys are going to love Ruggable. It's really going to change your life. Visit Ruggable.com and use code LIPSTICK at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Again, that's code LIPSTICK for 10% off your order on Ruggable.com. That's R-U-G-G-A-B-L-E.com. Burning question, LA. Does LA yeah. do anything better than New York? I mean, I would say, <laughs> right? No, I would say wellness. I think there's like much more of a culture around taking care of oneself and mm-hmm. being committed to self-care. New York, we still have that like hustle culture. And, you know, we're not talking about healing or trauma, <laughs> like any of that any of that. So I think that a little bit here and there, there's some people come back and, you know, we'll, 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 you know, address things, but I I'd say in general, yeah, New York has much more of a, a hustle culture, but I will say that LA has Terry Gaynor. He's a hypnotist. I quit smoking with him. And I was like, a serious, serious Marlboro red smoker from, from like boarding school at age 14 to a couple of years ago. Terry's great. A lot of people go to him. It's, it's incredible. And I hear some one of my friends asked me if he does snacking. And she went to him for snacking. How'd it go? So he, she just doesn't snack anymore. <laughs> I mean, it could be the Ozempic, but um, <laughs> just a little bit of hypnotherapy, a little bit of Ozempic. <laughs> one oh or God. both worked just a little. Right. Now, um, I want to know if you do any DIY at home. I'm going to guess probably not. You're not any of like the at-home tool people or... No, I do like a cold shower, you know. Um, if I talk to any wellness, doctor, vitality, longevity coach, the two things that I hear consistently over and over and over and over and over again are cold water and sunlight before 9.30. That, I mean, those are like the two things that, you know, the, the greatest doctors and all of these life coaches and longevity coaches, those are the two things I keep hearing. Um, cold water. Just sunlight, like get out and plunge. walk? Like get so out and cold walk? Water, cold water plunge every single day creates longevity and it shortens your telomeres. And this is apparently the best treatment that one can do for oneself. And then sunlight directly in the eyes before 9.30 in the morning, there's something about this morning sunlight, direct sunlight with no sunglasses, whether it's like a walk or just sitting outside having my coffee. I mean, those are two things that are so easy to do. So I, those are, if, if there's anything DIY, I have no excuse. And so, I love that. Um, do you yeah, have yeah, a good longevity doctor that you like? So there is a couple, there's Dr. Reed in LA. That's our doctor. Okay. She's amazing. When I heard her say the same thing that I had heard over and over again, that's where I'm like, okay, this, this clicked. And then there was another, he's a German geneticist and I can't remember the name. I can get it for you. But he, he does a similar service to Dr. Reed, but because he's not based in the U.S., there's a lot of tests that he can do um, that, that aren't allowed in U.S. or certain technologies apparently, or he charges for these things. But at the end of the day, the, the, my takeaway from, from this famous German geneticist was again, the the cold water and the the morning sunlight. Hmm. Okay. We're going to do things. And then we're going to, I want to talk about all things beauty at Moda. Okay. Okay, Things. What is the most outlandish beauty treatment you've ever done? It would have to be like facial massage. Um, I, I did it. I did a massage for TMJ because I had sort of tightness in my jaw. And when I was done, I realized that like my cheekbones were really, were like really looking good. So I continued to take my <laughs> TMJ physical therapy before big nights out. Um, so, so she's funny. called Dr. Payne, P-A-Y-N-E. And do not tell her that I see her for cosmetic reasons. She really thinks I'm a huge sufferer of TMK. What's one thing you're dying to try? Oh my God, I feel like the second I'm about to try something, I hear a horror story and then stop. What's the one thing you would never try? Probably Ozempic. What products do you use on repeat? On repeat. 
So Gucci Westman's Beauty Butter Bronzer. I, I don't even know which shade it is. I have all of them in the black paw, in the black compact or gold. And it's the only product that I have finished to the bottom and then replaced multiple times. So most of the time, that's all I use. It's just Gucci. That's all I have on right now is Gucci's blush, mascara, and a little like lip gloss. It's beautiful. Um, and, and it does, we were just yeah. talking about it. It doesn't have shimmer. It's just, it's a matte. It's beautiful. It looks good on a vacation. It looks good and it's snowing in New York. I mean, your skin is glowing. And yeah. we're just over and the Zoom. brush. Yeah. And the brush that comes with it, it's just so easy. It's foolproof. I also it's, really like, it's like a new color line. And that also has just amazing shades and pigments that it's the same thing. It's just really easy to use product and that it, it feels very foolproof both, where you just put it on and you look amazing and it, it doesn't really take much effort or, or, or knowledge or skill. What brands do you swear by? So yeah, I would say Westman, Atelier. I'm really into Sisley, all of the Sisley products and, and the hair products. The Boost Rouge for lipstick, they're they do great. I just really like all the colors, the way they go on, and they and they don't have any taste or smell. I really like Crean. Dr. McCrane has like really good tinted moisturizers, which I like. What's your skincare routine morning and night? Skincare routine morning and night. I would use I use the Tracy Martin cleanser. I mm-hmm. do a Revive primer. It's like a, a primer serum pump. I switch between Dr. Slow Drops, the, you know, different, I, I switch between fodder, sturm, serums. Like I don't mm-hmm. have just one. It depends on what I'm feeling. I, I, I skew towards dry. I use the tinted moisturizer every day, Gucci Westman. At night, I, I use the cleanser. I use a lot of Chantify and Sicily, mainly, m- mainly Sicily. I'm obsessed with all the Sicily products. And then again, I'm switching depending on what I need, but I try to do as little on my skin as possible at night. If I even do the tiniest like oil or too much moisturizer, I'll, I'll break out. So I actually would prefer to be dry at night than, than to be broken out the next day. Just, uh, you know, choices. choices. The, black, the Sicily Black Rose mask is amazing. The mask, that's, I love The Black the Rose and they yes. have the black rose eye wand that I used recently. And it's, have you seen that? It's mm, like a purple, yeah. it's the black rose eye wand. And it's like got the little metal applicator and it's their, oh. it's phenomenal. I love, I would definitely say I put the beauty sandwich in there. And and then yeah, like like we said, the Costa Brazil, the, the moisturizer and the okay. oil. I love, and like the butter. Um, I feel like I saved the butter I like the butter. I like how you say the butter. And we have a, I have to say, like our beauty director, Jessica Matlin, who I'm sure you know, right? She's a legend. She has curated some of the most incredible brands. So tell us a little bit about that because, you know, we really wanted to honor like it coming to, to Moda Beauty. What made you take the jump? So, you know, first we did fashion, runway fashion, and we went to, you know, ready to wear that that wasn't from the runway that you could buy now, wear now. We then moved into fine jewelry. And one of our first fine jewelry pieces that we sold was a $350,000 necklace. And so we realized that we had the trust and the taste of this customer. So we then moved into home, tabletop. We have our own tabletop line. And then beauty was just sort of a natural extension. And we've sort of followed the building blocks of Moda around discovery. So we'll have the just like we have, you know, the big name brands, you know, Prada and Valentina, Bottega, you know, we have these discovery brands too, like Fair Park or Attico. And so we really take the same approach with beauty also. So we have the McQueen and the Dr. Sturm and the Augustine Botter and La Mer, but then we have Isamaya, Pet, Poster Brazil. We hey. love Poster Brazil. I love yeah. Francesca. Yeah. I was, you know, remember his days at Calvin. He was amazing. I mean, I love, I put that oil so I use his oil and his moisturizer and like put the two together. Mm. Yeah, it's wonderful. Are there any new brands that should be on our radar that are sort of brand new that you've just heard of? I would say like, I really like Violette. She was mm-hmm. a French makeup artist. I remember she lived on my block. Like when I first started Moda, um, she lived on my block and did my makeup a few times. Yeah. I know when I came back to book her, she was already a superstar. We um, had her and on. So now she's she has, so good. She's so I love great. her boom boom spray. Has, the boom boom spray is the best. 
She's great. So I'm so happy for her. And I'm so happy that we carry her product. She has an amazing highlighter that I'm obsessed with. So it just also feels very full, full circle. Is it interesting to like incubate and bring like, you know, babies, you, you, you take them past the newborn stage and then, you know, then they're a toddler and then, then you find you've got, okay, now you've got your OGs. Isn't it, isn't, I mean, cause you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I, I really truly think that is your superpower. I love, I mean, listen, the second I stop getting bored is when I retire. I am, I'm like in it. I am always looking for the next thing. I get bored really easily. I'm always like looking what's around the corner, what's next, who's new. I, it's just sort of, you know, it keeps me engaged. So that's just, it's my superpower, I suppose, but it's just my operating method. That's just, I'm always looking for what's for what's new, I get bored very easily. Are you Gemini? Um, and I love. I'm a Pisces. Pisces. Hmm. What is what is that? What are Gemini's do don't like get bored either. Gemini's are one to do. My husband is a Gemini. Seventy five things. Before we get into rapid fire, we're twenty twenty three. We have LSD yeah. in front of us, and she's yeah. on fire. So trends. What are we seeing in terms? Let's start with fashion, and then we'll go to beauty. Okay, trends. So there's sort of like two things going. There's a nineties, really oversized, minimal, like think safe through catalog from the nineties. You know, turtlenecks, under button downs, big belts, baggy. Right. There's that whole thing, and then there's also this like low key, sleazy Y two K thing. So like, pick your fighter. I can go either way like you know twice in a week but those are really like the key sort of trends and i think the the easiest thing that that one can do right now is just buy things one size bigger than you normally would and i think that's a really easy way to just sort of like lean into this sort of 90s oversized everything where it can be a big adjustment to go from your you know, fitted double-breasted blazer, you know, that cuts just at your, you know, below your waist, all of a sudden this huge oversized slouchy with sleeves. And, you know, so I think just, yeah, buying one size up in sweaters and jackets. I love um, that. It's a good way. Yeah, it's a good way to start. And it it can feel street and edgy and cool and modern and young. And then low-key sleazy is just, you know, Ryan, it's like Harris Hilton in the 90s. It's outrageous. Low-key sleazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we call it in the office. Haley Baldwin does it well. Haley is, she's my beauty reference when I go for hair to the hair salon. Oh, there you go. There's your Bob. Yeah. And often I heard her say once that her greatest fear in life is being matte. Matte? Like having matte skin. (laughs) I'm with her on that. I mean, I I hate matte skin. I I hate it. Right. I I just, I I found that really aspirational. What's our beauty trends for 2023? Beauty trends. I mean, I think we're definitely staying in in really glazed and really natural. And I think I I saw today it was called like the Great Dissolve. It was in New York Magazine, and it was saying that everyone is going in to get their filler removed, especially with the the nineties and and the the Y two K. That there's definitely sort of a, a less plump aesthetic right now. I think people are. I think they are wanting to to look more natural. I think I I'm happy with that. Rapid fire, really quickly. Last book you yeah. read? I read a book about Nicholas Bouquet. He was a very corrupt financial minister for uh, Louis the Fourteenth, and he built a house called Beau Le Vicomte, which was so beautiful that Louis the Fourteenth had him arrested, thrown in jail, his house confiscated, and then it inspired him to build Versailles. What was the book called? It was called The Man Who Outshone the King about Man. Nicholas Coupet. Who outshone, who outshone the King. The, king. Yeah. the most beautiful, the most tasteful, the most elegant house. They still considered the most beautiful house in France. More beautiful than Versailles. One thing you'd bring on a deserted island? A coffee machine. Next place you want to hmm. go on holiday? Tokyo. If not, like I love ruins. I love, like, I would go to Tulum, Machu Picchu, Egypt, Petra. I love a good, a, a, love a good ruin. What's the one thing people are surprised to learn about you? You know, like, people assume that I'm, like, really cold and really standoffish. I don't know why. Maybe I perfectly project that image. I don't know. I'm not, I think people just assume that I'm, like, very cold. And I'm, like, super straightforward, obviously. But, you know, I can, I can... You know, I, I don't feel that I am 
You're not cold. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite food? I don't know. Japanese, maybe. I feel like if I had to pick one for life, that would be it. What would yours be? Mine's sushi for sure. Yeah. Mine would probably be pasta. And and that's what I know. It would be be a tough choice between like Italian or Japanese. I agree. You're happiest when? I am happiest when I am at home at the dinner table with my children in my dressing gown and not going out. That's good. We always ask every guest before they go, if you could give advice to your 10-year-old self, what would it be? I would say, accept that you're going to make a lot of mistakes, often in the same day, sometimes the same one over and over and over again. And there's no winning or losing. There's winning or learning. And just to accept mistakes. I now I am totally accepting of all of my flaws and mistakes. It's just I accept it as a really normal part of life that I'm going to make mistakes all the time. And I just try not to get too hung up on them. I mean, you're amazing. You really are the chicest person I think I know. I'm not not joking. And I just, no, but I love, you're so not cold and you're such a connector and you're so giving. You guys, you can follow Lauren Santa Domingo at the LSD. You're amazing. We love you. So nice to meet you. I'm going to hit you up in the Hamptons this summer. Oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait to see you. You're the best. And Michelle, I love you. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Kenna Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.